Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, from the Psychiatry section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. An 11-year-old boy presents with a chief complaint of poor performance in school. History obtained from the mother reveals that he often is disorganized and turns in assignments late, incomplete, or not at all. He has also had trouble making friends as he cannot participate in organized play, nor can he follow the rules of any games during recess. His father explains that he does not listen at home, cannot sit still to complete his homework, never completes his chores, and is always interrupting his siblings at the dinner table. Upon examining the child, you discover a fidgety young boy who talks nonstop and has trouble staying on topic when you ask him questions. This is a case of ADHD. Let's now get into the topic. Let's start with an introduction about this topic. In terms of an overview, ADHD is a neurodevelopmental or psychiatric disorder characterized by hyperactivity, impulsivity, and inattention. In terms of the epidemiology and demographics, there is a 10 to 1 male to female ratio. The onset is before age 12. Other associated conditions of ADHD include learning disabilities, oppositional defiant disorder, conduct disorder, tick disorders, and substance abuse. In terms of the prognosis, 50% of patients will have symptoms into adulthood. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation, including symptoms of ADHD. There are 18 symptoms that exist in the DSM-5. Six symptoms must be present in children and five in adults for the diagnosis of ADHD. Symptoms must occur in at least two different settings, for example, home and school, must be present before the age of 12, and last for six months or longer. Most common symptoms include hyperactivity and impulsivity, which include excessive fidgetiness, difficulty remaining seated, feelings of restlessness or inappropriate running around, difficulty playing quietly, always seem to be on the go, excess of talking, difficulty waiting turns, blurting out answers, and interruption of others. There can also be symptoms of inattention, which include makes careless mistakes, difficulty maintaining attention, seems not to listen, fails to follow through, difficulty organizing, avoids tasks that require consistent mental effort, loses objects, easily distracted, and forgetful in routine activities. Let's now discuss the treatment of ADHD. Medical treatment involves cognitive behavioral therapy and stimulants. Cognitive behavioral therapy is the first line for preschool-age children or children that are less than six years of age. Cognitive behavioral therapy is also adjunct therapy for school-age children, adolescents, and adults. Stimulants are the first-line therapy for school-age children that are six years of age or older. In terms of their mechanism of action, they increase presynaptic norepinephrine and dopamine by inhibiting the reuptake, resulting in increased frontal lobe activity and impulse control. Drugs in this category are methylphenidate and dextroamphetamine. Non-stimulants are second-line therapy for school-age children. Drugs in this category include adamoxetine, guanfacine, and clonidine. 
Others include bupropion, nortriptyline, and other selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Adamoxetine is preferred in cases of substance abuse. It is a selective norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor. Guanfacine is a sympatholytic and an alpha-2 agonist. Clonidine is an alpha-2 agonist, GI-coupled, and decreases norepinephrine release. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question, a 10-year-old boy is brought to his pediatrician by his parents because he has been having a difficult time focusing in school. His parents say that he is extremely intelligent and has no difficulty understanding concepts, however he seems to not be able to focus during school. In addition, he has been disciplined several times over the last month because he interrupts his peers and cannot stay seated. He has also been demonstrating these issues at home where he leaves a lot of chores half-completed and talks incessantly. Which of the following best describes the mechanism of action for the drug that would best treat this patient's symptoms? 1. Decreased dopaminergic signaling. 2. Decreased serotonergic reuptake. 3. Decreased protein kinase A activity. 4. Increased presynaptic neurotransmitter release or 5, increased protein kinase A activity. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, increased presynaptic neurotransmitter release. This patient who demonstrates hyperactive behaviors and problems focusing in more than one setting most likely has attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. This can be treated with stimulants that increase presynaptic neurotransmitter release. Remember, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or ADHD, is a common childhood disorder that presents with decreased attention span, decreased impulse control, and increased hyperactivity. To be diagnosed, these symptoms must occur in at least two settings. The major drug classes used to treat this disease include stimulants, alpha-2 agonists, serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors, and adamoxetine. Stimulants include methylphenidate and dextroamphetamine. They function by increasing presynaptic norepinephrine and dopamine release. This results in increased frontal lobe activity and impulse control. Alpha-2 agonists such as guanfacine or clonidine stimulate receptors linked to G-alpha-I pathways and result in decreased sympathetic outflow. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, decreased dopaminergic signaling is consistent with the mechanism of antipsychotic medications such as chlorpromazine, however these medications would be used in children with aggression rather than ADHD. Answer choice 2, decreased serotonergic reuptake would be seen in serotonin reuptake inhibitors, which may be used to treat ADHD as well as depression, however the best treatment for this disease are stimulants. Answer choice 3, decreased protein kinase A activity is consistent with the mechanism of alpha-2 adrenergic agonists such as clonidine, which may also be used to treat ADHD, however the best treatment for this disease are stimulants. And finally, answer choice 5, increased protein kinase A activity is consistent with the mechanism of beta adrenergic agonists, however these drugs would be used in heart failure rather than ADHD. In summary, stimulants such as methylphenidate and dextroamphetamine can be used to treat attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. 
Next question. An 11-year-old boy presents to the clinic with his mother due to recent poor grades. The teacher discussed with his mother that he always seems distracted and he tends to turn in disorganized, incomplete work. The mother states that she is frustrated because the boy who, quote, used to be very bright, now displays a similar lack of attention to detail at home. For example, he often does not complete his chores even after being reminded several times. When interviewed, the boy states that he enjoys school and has no issues with sleeping or eating. He shares that there was a recent birthday party that he was not invited to, and although he felt sad and dejected at the time, he had, quote, moved on. His mental status examination is normal. In addition to psychosocial support, what treatment would provide the most benefit to this patient? 1. Alpha-2 adrenergic agonist. 2. No additional treatment. 3. Norepinephrine and dopamine reuptake inhibitor. 4. Norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor. Or 5. Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, norepinephrine and dopamine reuptake inhibitor. This boy's inattention to detail, disorganization, forgetfulness, distractibility, and poor academic performance is most likely due to attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD. Norepinephrine and dopamine reuptake inhibitors such as amphetamines and methylphenidate are stimulant medications considered the treatment of choice for school-aged children with ADHD. Remember, ADHD is diagnosed with a presentation of inattentive and or hyperactive symptoms for greater than six months. Inattentive symptoms include disorganization, forgetfulness, difficulty focusing, and difficulty following instructions. Hyperactive symptoms include an inability to sit still, consistent interruption of speakers, and hypertalkativeness. The diagnosis requires the onset of several symptoms before the age of 12 and impairment in at least two settings, home and school in this patient. Used in combination with behavioral therapy, stimulant medications are preferred over non-stimulant medications such as atomoxetine in the treatment of ADHD due to their tolerability, safety, and rapid onset of action. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice one, Alpha-2 adrenergic agonists such as clonidine are used to manage ADHD that is unresponsive to stimulants or that coexists with other conditions such as Tourette syndrome. It would be an inappropriate first-line treatment in this patient. Answer choice two, no additional treatment is not appropriate due to the high efficaciousness of stimulant medications in combination with behavioral therapy for the treatment of ADHD in school-aged children. Answer choice 4, norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors such as atomoxetine serve as a non-stimulant treatment option for patients with ADHD. This is an appropriate treatment in patients with a history of illicit substance use. However, in this patient, stimulant medications are the treatment of choice. And finally, answer choice 5, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors such as fluoxetine are first-line agents for depression and are not effective in the management of ADHD. This patient lacks persistent depressive symptoms and should therefore be treated with a stimulant medication for ADHD. In summary, norepinephrine and dopamine reuptake inhibitors such as amphetamines and methylphenidate are stimulant agents that should be combined with behavioral therapy as the first-line treatment for attention deficit hyperactivity disorder in school-aged children. And that's all for this review about attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD. Hopefully that was helpful.
This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.